you need to know where your customer is and you need to be able to speak to them or to speak to that audience as directly as, as possible. And we want to be able to be uh, the core of a man's foundation when it comes to taking, care, taking better care of themselves. You need to do the little things that other people are not willing to do. And, and, and if you start doing that, then I think you will see success. On today's episode, you're going to learn from a founder of a men's essential brand that is doing terrifically well. We talk about press, we talk about social, we talk about leadership, we talk about the supply chain. It's a terrific episode you do not want to miss, so do stay tuned. Retail and e-commerce have witnessed an unprecedented transformation in the last decade. The widespread adoption of mobile technology, social media, as well as the lowered cost of cloud-based technology have not only eroded the barriers to entry in retail, but it's also led to the rapid rise and dominance of digital native product brands that sell directly to their customers. On this podcast, you'll get the scoop on customer acquisition and retention strategies employed by high-growth digital native product brands. Not being afraid to spend because you know that customer is going to pay it back uh, three or four-fold. That's when you start to unlock channels in the way that they were meant to be used. Listen to interviews with experts at the forefront of technology and innovation in digital retail. Three years ago, they wouldn't have come to us because, yeah, the macro trend of cloud, Wi-Fi, broadband, availability, that was a real, that was a real problem. Hear first-hand stories from founders of innovative direct-to-consumer brands. Although I was thinking about the competition, I was more thinking about, like, how do I just build a freaking successful business? We focus on driving as much traffic as possible, converting that traffic, uh, and then dumping money back into driving more traffic. These insights will help you consistently 2x growth in specific areas of your direct-to-consumer brand. This is the 2x e-commerce podcast, hosted by Kunle Campbell. As you continue to grow your e-commerce business, access to growth capital would increasingly play a significant role in achieving and surpassing your financial and social goals. Why should you give up equity or pay high interest rates to grow your business? There is a new way to access growth capital that transforms e-commerce businesses. Wayflyer has shaken the way e-commerce operators access working capital. With a dedication to only D2C e-commerce businesses, Wayflyer will fund you on a fairer fund-as-you-grow model. Meaning if your sales slow down, so does the amount you transfer back. There's just a simple fee and the funds you need to grow are deposited to your account instantly. It's worth checking out on wayflyer.com. That's W-A-Y-F-L-Y-E-R. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast. I'm your host, Kune Campbell. And the 2X e-commerce podcast, as you know, is a digital commerce podcast dedicated to delivering insights to retail and e-commerce teams. So each week on this podcast, I interview a commerce expert, a founder of a digital native consumer brand or best or representative from a best in class commerce SaaS product. I give them a very tight remit to help you grow, you know, um, just metrics, growth metrics, such as your conversions, your average order value, your repeat customers, 
your audience size, and ultimately your gross merchant value or sales. We are here to help you sell more sustainably. Now, the episode you're about to listen to, which will come in fairly quickly, is an interview I had with um, a one of four founder team called Manmade. Manmade is um, a Canadian-based um, men's essential brand, essentially consumer brand. Um, they've been around for less than a year. They're on a run rate of about 2.5 million. And Anthony gives me the building blocks for their success. Um, one is story. Two is innovation. Three is press. And four is you have to listen to all the others, right? There are about five key reasons they're doing so, so well now. And I go through everything. I mean, in this episode, you're going to hear about the supply chain. We're going to talk about products. We're going to talk about how they're financing their deal, their, 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 their deals, how they're financing their operations. They're, we're going to talk about their team. We're going to talk about leadership. We're going to talk about ideation. We're going to talk about how to how to get press. We're going to talk about how to work social media. Um, and we're just going to talk about how to be more purposeful uh, with, um, with your brand. And these guys are like extremely passionate about what they do. They're about to get on Dragon's Den. We talk about how to get on Dragon's Den if you're in Canada or anywhere in the world, really. Um, and, 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 and we, we, we essentially go through all of the elements, you know, that, um, going to potentially make this brand, um, an international brand. So, so they have a plan for expansion, international expansion. And yeah, I'm, I'm just super proud of their team. And, you know, I'm thankful that, um, we got, I got the opportunity to speak with Anthony. So without further ado, this is Anthony Chiaverella from Manmade. Enjoy the episode. The 2X e-commerce podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching your e-commerce business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo gives you the tools to get going faster. That is why it's trusted by over 50,000 e-commerce brands like Brooklinen, Non, and Chubbies. Build your contact list, send emails that pop, and create marketing moments that build valuable customer relationships over any distance. Get started for free today. Visit clavio.com forward slash 2x to create your free account. That is K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com forward slash 2x. Hey, Anthony, welcome to the 2x e-commerce podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. No, brilliant, brilliant. Um, I've been looking forward to this conversation for you to tell us the story of man-made. Um, you're a um, you're a quatro, right? Correct. You're a quatro. Four. Yeah, you're four. Um, yes. Do you want to give us your your backstory? Um, you know, um, who who are your founders and um, how did you? What did you do before you ideate? I like to go before even. You know the the company. Um, what did you all do um, before you you ideated? Um, you know, a man made. Uh, yeah. So we were all in finance. We're all finance guys. You have Roberto, who's a CPA. Robert, who was um, a wholesaler in mutual funds uh, at a bank. You had myself. I was a in retail banking, and then did a 
you know, in, I was in the private banking and Phil as well in real estate and in banking. So four finance guys, we've been, you know, best of friends for a very long time. We all knew each other uh, for a very long time, trusted each other. And as boys do, we share uh, personal things when, uh, when uh, a couple of brewskis go down. So we all had a little pulse in each other's lives. And we were able to understand that uh, at the age, you know, 28 to 32 in that spectrum, we were ready to say, okay, do we want to actually keep growing in our current roles at work or start a business uh, once and for all and really, you know, uh, scratch that itch as an entrepreneur and see and give it our best shot to see if uh, we're able to do that, uh, if, to see if we're able to make things happen as a, as a quattro, as you say. So, so when did you get together? Um, were you all childhood friends, or were you, did you meet at, each you know each other in in the in, in the latter parts of your lives at the time? Um, and um, why you know why 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 boxes? Why start up? Obviously, from 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 then on, as and you, you've expanded your portfolio, your, your SKU count to, to to other products, but but why boxes? And and um, you know, um, what, what, what's a friendship like? Yeah, so uh, it's kind of funny because we've all been friends for a very long time. However, we've all met each other at different times in each of our lives. So myself and Robert known each other since we were five or six. I went to elementary school, high school together. Uh, we've been friends for forever. Best man at each other's weddings. Uh, well, I was best man at his wedding. And, and, and we've been best of friends for a very long time. Philip, same thing, 15, 16 years old. And Roberto, I met him in university. So we've been friends for a very long time. And for us, uh, like I said, when we were discussing on how our lives are going uh, as a group, uh, we all knew that we all had that itch that we wanted to scratch as entrepreneurs. So we kind of asked our wives for forgiveness or not forgiveness, for permission, excuse me, rather to go up north, uh, rent a cabin, uh, come up with a business plan, really, you know, uh, put our brains together and see what we could come up with as a quattro. And that's exactly what we did. Uh, we ended up renting a local cabin uh, about an hour and a half here from uh, Montreal in Mont-Tremblant. Um, and we just decided to you know, stay in three full days, pack the laptops, the whiteboards, and just you know, uh, do as much research and as much brainstorming as we could. I remember it being a June humid day. Uh, the topic of underwear came up over and over again, and we just... Uh, all basically understood that we hated each other's. We hated each. We both. We all hated under uh, our current underwear that we were wearing. Some of us found it to be really annoying around the band. Uh, some of us didn't like the bunching up, the select, the the, the the heated feeling, and some of us even actually went commando. So from those from those ideas, we we brainstormed. We ended up just you know breaking it down to the last five and we just decided to lean in into the underwear the terrible underwear game and we did our mm -hmm. research about it and we started to say to ourselves okay what kind of underwear is out there and why is it that we we are in our late 20s early 30s and we still all don't like our underwear so we ordered every underwear you can think of right and uh and we started to try on different types of underwear different types of designs and we came across a material called modal fabric and that's when uh, the light switch came, you know, onto on and we're like, boom, light bulb came out. We all started being like, this is amazing. We all thought the same thing, how lightweight, how comfortable, um, how, uh, how breathable the material was. And uh, we leaned in and we saw that a lot of brands, you know, it was, it, was an, it was an expensive fabric and it was an expensive 
Um, it was very, it was, it was, it wasn't cheap to buy this type of material through other brands. We wanted mm -hmm. to understand why. So after doing much research and dealing with the different manufacturers, we wanted to really own the functionality of the actual boxer brief. We wanted to own uh, it being simple, functional, comfortable, all the things that are not fast fashion and everything that is just about the functionality, right? So we leaned into mm -hmm. that and we had 34 different iterations of the boxer brief. And then the last one, we put it on and we wore it for about, I think, three days. Obviously, you wash it within every day. Uh, we said, this is it. And uh, decided to start with a minimum order of 10,000 units. And that's how we started. Interesting. In in interesting. Very, very, very detailed. And, you know, bless your wives for, for, for giving permission to, to, to go out to, to brainstorm. Um, you've you've um, obviously birthed a, a great brand, you know, out there. So you're, you're, you're predominantly based in, in Canada. I, I believe you're a Canadian brand, right, at the minute? Correct. Yes, we're a Canadian brand okay. from Montreal. From Montreal, and um, and and I love what you said prior to to this um, to, to 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 hit and record, which was more around the fact that you're you're mastering your local market at the for the time being, and then you have a clear um, plan to 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 really aggressively geo expand um, to North America and, and probably to to other geos, right? That is correct. So for us, it was very important that um, we were very relatable to our customer and that we had a really close mm -hmm. ear to the ground. And in order to do that, mm -hmm. we didn't want to be, we didn't have, want to have a scope that was so grand that we weren't able to actually understand our customer. So we said we have to mm -hmm. own our city first, right? So that's exactly what we did. We sold all 10,000 units all locally here in Montreal, which is a huge, um, which is a huge win for us. We, we definitely tested in between, well, uh, during that time, different platforms like, you know, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, LinkedIn, and we built our brands and we were, you know, telling our story uh, about what we're going through, why we're building this brand, what kind of product is it? And then uh, it just grew uh, locally with, you know, sports casters. We grew with, you know, local sports casters. We, 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 we provided care packages to key influential people in the city that had to love the product, understand the brand. And then they spoke from internally rather than just selling a product like everyone else. Uh, I swear you not, like there were, there were guys talking on the radio about our, about our product that we didn't pay a dollar, right? They, they were just talking from the heart and they, they wanted to support the story of four best friends leaving comfy, well-paying jobs to, to, to help men, you know, feel comfortable, feel um, that their underwear is functional. It has a you know, high quality, um, essential without the BS is something that we like to say, right? A lot of gimmicks, mm -hmm. a lot of colors, patterns, everything you don't really care. Like you care about it in the short term, but then when you have them on on a hot summer day or you're playing a sport and you're just uncomfortable with your boxer brief, it can get really annoying and really like change your mood. So we really wanted mm -hmm. to own that first. So we did that here locally in Montreal. And then we expanded, you know, out West through Ontario and all the other provinces all the way going to Vancouver. And right now I'm pretty happy to say that over 75% of our sales are outside our local province. Interesting, interesting. And um, your, your, your first, when you swing to, you, you sold locally in, in Montreal. Um, is, is it safe in assuming that it was face-to-face, -face, you know, in, in, in local markets? Obviously, the, you had a lot of like radio coverage 
and um, you know press coverage that that from people who are actually using your brand. Um, so, so how how did that how did how did you shift the, the you know the first batch of products you know um, and, and was it online or offline? It was all online, but I would have to say it was very scrappy. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of the sportcasters and local influencers that leaned in and wanted to support our story and what we were about. Uh, then again, it was all online. So we would definitely ship the product, uh, to the person's home. We did deal with an express post Canada post, which, you know, people locally mm-hmm. were getting their product faster than probably Amazon orders. So next day, two days. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was pretty cool cause we, it was local, right? So it wasn't that they had to mm-hmm. uh, wait longer being in different provinces. What really helped us, mm-hmm. however, is because of the snowball effect and the the boom that we had on on socials and you know Instagram, Facebook, and all our content that we created, a local um, Montreal newspaper reached out. Well, we reached out to them about our story and how we're four guys and we quit our finance jobs and we're trying to solve the t- you know we're 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 in the process of solving um, terrible underwear days. They loved it. One of the writers really loved our story. Got an interview with 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 this with this writer, and uh, he wrote us a one page article front cover. Uh, we were a front cover of December eighth Montreal Gazette newspaper, and we had a whole page of our whole story and what we're doing and how we're getting there. And the local support from that one article was phenomenal. We must have gained about a thousand customers just in that one drop of that article which ended up having backlinks that other newspapers right, across the country picked up that day. So we ended up doing very, very well. And that's how we kind of sold out right before the holidays. Well, during the holidays Amazing. of 2021. Incredible. Yeah. So press was a really important, you know, um, you know, aspect to, to towards, um, you know, um, just launching um, man-made. Uh, I would, I, I would take from, yes. from from what you just said. Interesting, interesting. Correct. Okay, let's go into and and I want to speak to 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 press. You know, just the steps. You know, and I want to get tips from you because you guys have done a, a phenomenal job at it. Um, but let's speak to 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 founder roles. Um, you know, four. You know, um, you know, four captains and a ship is, is quite a lot. Um, so who who does what, um, and and what's your sort of management philosophy um, amongst you four? For sure. So the reason why the four of us, right, we're best best of friends, but we all have friends that sometimes you don't really see yourself getting into business with. Uh, we actually, in the contrary, knew that the four of us complemented each other extremely well. Um, you know, we'll start with uh, my partner Robert. He's a very uh, forward thinker. Uh, he's he's um, a very smart guy. He's head of uh, marketing. Uh, he, he takes care of everything to do with the uh, the ads, the paid spend uh, on all platforms uh, and, and also product development. So he does those two roles. You have myself, you know, customer experience, customer service, public relations, um, and, and, and really owning and making sure that we have an ear to the ground when it comes to when it comes to anything to do with the actual customer. Uh, then you have uh, my partner, mm-hmm. Philip who's, you know, logistics, back-end, uh, operations, efficiencies, uh, just making sure we stay organized and on track uh, with everything, with all the moving parts that are happening uh, right now in our business, especially when it comes, uh, when, when, it, when, when we talk about inventory, 
And then you have Roberto, uh, CPA, right? He's a CPA guy. Uh, he's a head of technology. Uh, he's uh, he always had a passion for tech software. He has a he's a very very he's a genius in my books, and he's very smart, and he's able to learn things fairly quickly. And he just learned a lot in the last five years when he came about when it, anything about technology. And of, of course, uh, he's you know finance head of finance, handling the books and making sure that our conversion rates and sorry not our conversion rates, making sure we're on budget and that we're we're scaling properly and that uh, we're on track when it comes to uh, our targets. Yeah, that makes sense, makes sense. Um, so the Quattro, Roberto, Robert, Phil, and Anthony yourself. Okay, make, makes a lot of Correct. sense, <clears throat> make, make, makes a lot of sense. And, and you're the man we should speak to in regards to PR, um, I, from, from what you, you said. So um, in, in summary, um, what takeaways should listeners sort of, um, take from from your experience you know what 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 key first principles to press should um listeners sort of um be aware of when trying to to build their brand um you know through stories and um and the press so <clears throat> depending the brand that you have depending the business that you have uh it could be different but i'll speak up you know upon our industry and our business and what we've done is that we've re, you know when we launched we realized our well we wanted our custom we thought our target customer uh, our target audience would have been between the age of twenty five and thirty nine years old so when we had first launched this is what we were focused on who we were speaking to but we soon realized that our our actual customer was between the age of thirty five and sixty five he was a much he was an older uh, gentleman or you know woman that's buying for her her man, and we we own that. So we 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 what we did was you know we asked ourselves or I asked myself where are uh, you know that age demo really spending time that could be underpriced in terms of getting their attention, and definitely um, TikTok and LinkedIn helped tremendously, but we did realize mm-hmm. that they still do read the paper. You know, the paper is a huge, you know, the newspaper was a huge uh, win for us because it was, you know, free. It was it was it was no marketing cost besides the hustle of trying to, you know, convince a writer. This is why you'd want to write about our local business because of our story and, you know, being persistent and then eventually getting an interview and the writer falling in love with your story and transcending that to his audience. So that was the first step. And that was a little light bulb that I received in my brain and said, okay, that worked. Uh, then we got like local, like global news, CTV, local news, morning shows. They wanted us to go and be interviewed. You know, radio was one of them as well. Uh, CGAD is a huge radio station here in Montreal. And they wanted to interview us about our story and about our product and why we quit our jobs and just to bring some light. And it was obviously local news, which they're always there to motivate, excuse me, to inspire or to help local business businesses. So when we did those, we were able to see that there was actually sales that were coming out of it and we're building a community and people fell in love with our story and then our product, which was the greatest, uh, you know, two things that you would want as a brand. And then we just Mm -hmm. owned it. So we went and we said, okay, what other morning news uh, channels can we go and ask if we, they would want us to, 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 to be interviewed and I took a list of, you know, about a 20 or 30 of them across Canada. 
and started emailing every single one of them until I got my couple of interviews booked, did one. Mm -hmm. And then we didn't just do the interview and call it a day. We did the interview and made content out of it. Tag the local stations to make sure that they get the exposure and they get that marketing. Um, they get those eyeballs onto their pages so they can see the direct correlation with working with guys like ourselves. And then having that on our actual Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn's uh, where people making the decisions on the other end were able to look into us and see what we do when we actually work in, in, in when we work with certain uh, publications. And that yes. sparked, and that sparked uh, a whole a whole new chapter in in in, in going into uh, doing interviews on, on news channels, TV, radio, and of course newspaper uh, articles. Mm. Now, you need to you need to know where your where your customer is, and you need to be able to speak to them or to speak to that audience uh, as directly as as possible. So what do I mean by that? For us, we have about you know 8,000 customers at the, at the moment. When I looked at all my customers and where they lived, right? I saw that, you know, for example, a lot of people were from Edmonton. So I took my 10 best customers and I called each and every one of them and I asked them, "What do you listen to in the morning? What TV, what uh, what where do you get your news?" What do you watch in the morning? What do you read in the morning? Is there an influencer? Is there a podcast that you like to listen to? Is there an influencer on Instagram or on TikTok, a content creator that you enjoy watching? And I just wanted to understand who my, who my customer was so then I could be, you know, I can be there too. So I can get more customers like the ones that I have because the ones that I have, I truly, truly enjoy and we truly enjoy them. They're, they're a great, it's a great community that we've built so far of uh of people that genuinely love our product and brand mm. so so what 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 answers came off the back of um the survey you 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 took with with your top customers yeah so calling them i had some really good conversations asked uh asking you know what they do for a living where they live what you know what radio stations they listen to and so forth and what i found out is that they listen you know those top 10 i would say Seven of them listen to a radio uh, station uh, in Edmonton in the morning, all of them, right? So seven of them out of 10 was pretty good odds. Those are pretty good numbers. So I reached out to the host and he's a guy. And I you know, reached out on LinkedIn because I saw that he wasn't active on, uh, excuse me, not LinkedIn, Twitter. He wasn't active on his Instagram as often, his Facebook, his last posts were a long time ago but he was very active on Twitter. So I reached out to him by DM on Twitter. He was interested because uh, of our story and exactly how I got to him. I was very, fairly honest of what, how it all happened. And he guess he saw, wow, that was, you know, pretty, that was a lot of work to get to know who, who I am. And I said, yeah, we're really interested. And the first thing we want to do is just send you the product so you can see for yourself, you know, here's the links of all relevant things you could look at, like our, our personal LinkedIn's, our, our website, our Instagram, our Facebook, all our relevant information that he can look into. And then as well as uh, we'd love to send you some product. And then once you try them on, if you're interested in interviewing us, it'll be our pleasure to do it. And, uh, and we ended up, uh, we ended up getting uh, an interview and it's uh, scheduled for the month of July. Mm -hmm. 
So what do you think in your story um, resonates with, with people uh, in general, with, with the audience, with writers, with, with, the, with the public? What's that secret you know, sauce? Was, was it engineered? Was it by, by chance or um, a bit of both? Um, what, what do you think really, really resonates? I think a lot of people think about starting a business or uh, wanting to start a business, never have the right time. Uh, either they're too young or they think they're too old or they're, they're just, they're having a kid. They just bought a house. They just got married. There's always something stopping them. Uh, and being able to, 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 to be four, four best friends who were getting married, got married, bought a house, uh, starting their life, have kids, you know, some of us, you know, uh, have children and just doing it. Right. So just having a plan, uh, you know, making sure that we understand who we're, what we're doing and what direction we're going into having a clear communication between the co-founders, our significant others, right. Cause it's very important that our significant others are also, um, are also a lot, um, are also willing to 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 sacrifice to sacrifice for the significant others. What I'm trying to say, and, and we had those conversations so that they are aware of the next two, three, four, five years what they're going to look like. Uh, a lot of us, a lot of hard works, you know, blood and sweat and tears, and uh, they were they were good. You know, they 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 understand our vision. They understand that we did our homework. We were ready to get into market and make the initial investment to, to start the business. And I think that's zero to one, just getting started and actually doing it resonates with people because they're like, wow, like these four guys got together to start a brand, to solve the problem of terrible underwear. And we're doing it. Like it's, it's we have hundreds of customers, thousands of customers uh, that have written to us either by, a review, an email saying how they love our underwear, how they didn't know that this type of um, functionality on a product can exist, how happy they are and how proud they are that four Canadians got together and are actually making this happen. So I think that's part of the story that really resonates with them. It's like they actually did it, you know, they're doing it and it's possible. And hopefully we can inspire others to do the same because if you're not truly happy in what you do every single day, and you know, I think, I think, I think, as Steve Jobs says, you can, um, when you're happy doing what you do, great things happen. Along those lines, I might be paraphrasing it, or, but he, he, it's true. We're we're very content. We're very very passionate, happy, and uh, motivated to uh, to build this into a, a household brand. Speaking to press, um, you're due to come on um, Dragon's Den, the the Canadian Dragon's Den in September. Obviously, you're on a non-disclosure, um, you know, agreement with them till the episode, you know, um, airs. Um, so, my question really specifically: How do you get on Dragon's Den? What tips do you have to like, um, you know, start up or even existing e-commerce businesses that, you know, want that opportunity? Do you just apply and you know hope and pray, or um, is there a method to 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 to, to actually get into selection? When you were a young man and you were trying to get into the hottest club in the city, right? 
you could have done two things. One, figured out a way to make sure you're getting in because you want to have that fun. Or two, you wait in line and you hope for the best and you, and you roll the dice. Let's just say we're the number one option. For us, we knew that we were going to Dragons then. We knew that this is TV. We knew they were looking for entertainment. So we wanted to make sure that they see what they're going to get when it came to our brand. You know, a lot of people start um, start a clothing or an apparel company and apply to Dragons then. Uh, this is what we were told by our producer. So we were actually onto the right, we, we did the right thing. Uh, and what we said to ourselves is that we're going to really show them that we're comfortable with uh, being in, very entertaining. So we took the four personalities. Our uh, initial application video was the video that we did uh, where we shared on our social platforms, which was Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. But we really owned it on Instagram was where when we shared that actual application video saying, hey, guys, we just applied our, we just applied to Dragons Den. Here's our application video. If you like what you see and you want to see us on Dragons Den, please, please share and tag CBC Dragons Den in your stories. I like that. It, it blew up. It was, we got like... Uh, 70,000 views on that reel, like 900 shares. The producer we ended up working with was in charge of the Instagram account. And she said that she's never, she, she said that was a way to get our attention 100%. And she actually, mm -hmm. she, she actually shared the story on her page on the CBC Dragons Den page saying, these guys got our attention. This is one way to do it. Right. So we knew we got we knew we had a good chance to get an audition. Now, the audition was uh, done virtually. We were a little bummed out about that because we wanted to go and we wanted to go there. And we had a whole we had a whole uh, audition planned where um, it would it would have been better if we were live rather than on a screen like this. So mm -hmm. we said, screw it we're still going to do it and we're going to position it in a way that you can see everything in the office and it'll be the same thing. And we need to bring our a game so we can lock it in and make sure that we get onto the actual show. And that's exactly what happened is uh, we went, we were prepared, we did our audition and we were actually one of the first. And I believe she did say we were the first uh, company that they called. And when the producer had to pitch us to her executive producer, he actually said, not another underwear company. And then she said, they're not, they're an essentials brand for men who make core products, essential products men need without the BS they don't. And she kind of spoke like as if we were there, which was exactly what we wanted. What we wanted to transcend mm. is the brand and what we're, what we're about rather than just being an underwear company, because we're really not just an underwear company. And uh, it landed us a spot on the show. And then when we got onto the actual show, we also knew we wanted to bring our A-game to make sure that we can secure a spot uh, of airing live in the fall. Because what they do is they overbook or they'll book uh, or you'll go on the show. And if the executive producer doesn't like the footage that he has, he can 
decide not to air you uh, on TV. And mm. we knew that we still had, didn't have it lock, locked in and we needed to make sure we brought the entertainment factor. And I'm very proud to say uh, we definitely did. Let's take this quick break to hear from our sponsors. The subscription market is predicted to grow to nearly 500 billion by 2025. As a fast-growing area in commerce, subscriptions hold tremendous opportunities to build a community of customers who share your values. Recharge is the leading subscription management solution helping e-commerce merchants of all sizes launch and scale subscription offerings. Recharge powers the growth of over 15,000 subscription merchants and their communities, turning one-time transactions into long-term customer relationships. Whether you're a direct-to-consumer business or an omni-channel brand, subscriptions strengthen the brand relationships with your customers and make it easy for customers to make repeat purchases. With subscriptions, merchants are able to experience predictable revenue, increased customer loyalty, and higher average order values. Turn transactions into relationships and experience seamless subscription commerce with Recharge. Get started today with subscription payment solution trusted by over 50 million subscribers worldwide by heading over to rechargepayments.com forward slash 2x. That is rechargepayments.com forward slash 2x. Did you know that loyal customers are nine times more likely to convert compared to a first-time shopper? That's why exceptional customer service is so important for your retention and growth. I recommend using Gorgeous, the leading help desk for Shopify, Magento, and big commerce merchants. Gorgeous combines all your communication channels, including email, SMS, social media, live chat, and phone into one platform. This saves your team hours per day and makes managing customer orders a breeze. It also integrates seamlessly with your existing tech stack so you can access customer information and even edit, return, refund, or create an order right from your help desk. To learn more, go to gorgeous.com. That's G-O-R-G-I-A-S.com and mention 2x e-commerce podcast for two months free that is gorgeous.com for two months free just mention 2x e-commerce okay what about your supply chain um do you want to serve um obviously you started out with boxes um you man-made now has a portfolio of products do you want to do it to just break down your supply chain and your current product offering Yes. So when we started, uh, we didn't want, we wanted to, we wanted to focus on the functionality and the quality of the product rather than the fast fashion with a lot of uh, brands, especially in the garment industry do where it's colors and prints. We wanted to stay lean in terms of SKUs. It was also very hard to manage different colors and, and all, you know, and, 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 and invest and initial investment. We rather uh, have done it on a color that the majority of men wear. We did a survey. That survey tells us 70% of men wear black and they wear boxer brief. So we said, okay, that's exactly what we're going to do. And we came out with just a simple modal boxer brief with a man sack pouch, a silky smooth waistband, 
a no roll, uh, no bunching up or riding up uh, th- uh, legs. And we made sure that we built uh, the most functional product out there. Now, for us, initially was the boxer brief in black. And we wanted to focus on coming out with different products rather than the same product in different colors and styles. Uh, so we did the black boxer brief. We have the low cut and the crew sock that is uh, that shortly came out in December of 2021. And we launched end of August 2021. And, then we, and now we have the t-shirt coming out in a couple of weeks, as well as the soap bar uh, end of next month. Um, supply chain. Okay. We deal with uh, four. We deal with four different countries. The uh, boxer brief is made in Sri Lanka. We the, our socks are made in Taiwan. Our T-shirt is made in China, and our uh, soap bar is made in the U.S. Many people might be thinking mm. that's a lot of different manufacturers to work with, and that's a lot to manage. Um, we do our research and we make sure that we work with a manufacturer that is considered a partner before actually engaging ourselves with the actual manufacturer. We want to work with manufacturers that are RAP certified, that are socially responsible, that are doing the right, working with the best manufacturers that we can find. And we're very proud to say that we have, and we do work with very, very, very solid manufacturers. Um, when it comes to uh, supply chain or when it comes to having to manage all these different moving parts, uh, it is a little bit of a challenge. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie, but I am going to say that the same work that it would have ha- that we would have spent coming out with a trunk or a brief or a boxer short, uh, is the same amount of work that is implied or is done to come out with a, a sock, a, a t-shirt, a soap bar, and at least we're coming out with something in a category where we can um, fundamentally, foundationally help a man's uh, life, right? So that's what we want to do. We want to be able to provide them with the core products that they need to just be better men, feel better, you know, and, 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 and have a functional product that they're very proud to be wearing, very comfortable wearing, simple and, uh, and high quality. Okay, so so with with quite a complicated supply chain, um, I wouldn't really say it's complicated per se because um, each manufacturer really is is handling one one SKU, one product type. Um, so so really, you need a, w- the, 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 when you eventually grow, just one account manager per per, um, per per supplier should should suffice, if not just one to two. So so it it, it would it would even out longer term. Um, so it, it seems to me from from what you've just said that your your vision for 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 for, for the brand essentially is 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 really to 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 be a, a men's essentials, um, you know, brand whereby. Um, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I'm, 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 I'm utilizing a number of man-made products, um, whether it's my oral care, so whether it's my, you know, my, 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 my facial care or body care with the soap or, you know, whether it's my undergarments, whether it's, it's, you know, my, my boxers or whether it's just my t-shirt, you know, whether it's a, apparel, um, how do you see the portfolio evolving beyond these four SKUs or four product types um, in the next, you know, three to five years or even decade? Yes, for sure. Uh, we, wanna, we want to, like I said, we want to be able to be uh, the core of a man's uh, foundation when it comes to taking, care, taking better care of themselves. You know, 
uh, our underwear is made of a fabric that is, you know, three times more breathable and absorbent than cotton. Uh, our t-shirts are made of Pima cotton modal. They feel lightweight. They're, they, they, they fit you where tighter around the shoulders and the chest and a little looser on the belly. Um, the, our socks are, have a low cut and a crew sock. So the crew sock and the low cut sock are made of the same material. It's a comb twisted cotton with a French terry interior. It absorbs your sweat and just makes you feel fresh and comfortable. And, uh, and, and, and it, you know, your feet don't smell. They don't have those that, you know, it, 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 there's no synthetic material that is, is making it uh, uncomfortable or extremely sweaty. Um, so we always think about these things and we continue rolling out new products with ways of bettering a man's uh, life. So uh, our soap bar, for example, uh, we removed everything that we quote unquote call yucky and we mm -hmm. kept the good stuff in the actual soap bar uh, and we... We, we use moisturizers in the soap bar like jojoba oil, coconut oil, aloe vera, uh, shea butter. You know, we really enrich and we, we really make that, that bar of soap uh, as rich as possible where, and as long-lasting as possible. Where a lot of the natural soaps, our soaps are made with uh, natural ingredients, but all the 100% natural soaps, after three or four washes, they're done. They're extremely expensive and very, and they can irritate your skin uh, and and cause your skin to be extremely dry, uh, right? So it's 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 a fine balance of just you know catering to our man and making sure that uh, he's he's very very happy and content with the high quality product he has yeah. in his either wardrobe or bathroom. So deodorant might be next, skincare, uh, at leisure pants, yeah. We, um, we, Interesting. we get the customer involved. Yeah. We get the customer involved when it comes to coming out with our next products. We just recently did a survey mm. where our open rates are phenomenal because we want to be able to involve our community as much as possible with whatever new products we're coming out with. So we just did one recently and our community is calling for, at leisure mm -hmm. pants, to be frank with you, uh, they want uh, a functional at leisure pair of you know pants, a jogger, something that's uh, very comfortable, uh, and uh, and and they want uh, navy and gray boxer briefs. So those are two colors mm -hmm. that they want to see us come out with. And I think we're gonna mm -hmm. listen to our community because that's exactly what we want to do. We want to build a brand for our community. That's that's our job. Mm -hmm. We work for them. That's what we mm -hmm. want to do. So. That's okay. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. And, and I like the vision and I like the fact that you, you're getting, um, your, your customers involved, you know, so it's a, it's a, it's a circle really. Um, your product innovation circle is driven by, by, you know, um, your vision and customer, you know, sentiment. So, so interesting. Let's talk about finance. Um, are you, are you bootstrapped? Um, did you raise capital? Um, where, where, where are you as an organization? Um, cause this all, all, all we're talking about is capital intensive. I know you're four, you, you know, you're four, four individuals. So, um, you all bring, uh, at least you, you probably brought some seed capital to the table. Um, so, so how have you guys, um, sort of, um, you know, funded, um, you know, the, the initial growth, you're, you're just coming to about a year, you know, um, old, um, so, so how's, how's that sort of panned out up until now? Yeah. Uh, when we first started, we all put, uh, we bootstrapped the whole business. 
We put about $20,000 each Canadian into a bank account. And from there, um, we, we bootstrapped everything. We just recently got some, uh, some financing from some major banks here uh, in, in Canada where we're able to uh, grow substantially when it comes to inventory. For us, the way we're going to um, help ourselves when it comes to uh, supply chain issues and just getting product in time here in our, in our warehouse is by sitting on a lot of our inventory. So we're going to make a substantial investment. We're going to make a substantial investment on inventory so that if there's any delays in receiving our next shipments, it will not uh, affect our business negatively when selling out of products, especially when you have minimal SKUs, you need to make sure you're stocked up to, uh, to, to supply absolutely. the demand. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially with, with Dragon's Den coming in September, the last thing you want to do is, is run out of stock and then there's a Q4 frenzy um, which which is which is going to be you know really busy for yourselves. Um, so so yeah, interesting, interesting. And finally, I want to wrap up around your um, the way you build an audience. Obviously, it's it, the, this game is about building you know a relationship with an audience up front, and then you know converting some of that relationship into actual you know customers eventually, um, people who who shop on your website and and then become longer term customers. But that top bit, that top of funnel bit which is audience building how um pr has been your fundamental um you know basis you know gets into the front of um you know the gazette you know kudos to you amazing stuff and that was really driven by your story um um and but but now um you know with with social you know platforms um, do, do you do you do YouTube? Um, you know what about short form content on you know the TikToks and Instagrams? What what does that mix look like? How are you guys producing content that's meaningful um, to 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 the wider audience and, and actually building that community up front? Yes, good question. Um, for us, is that we do a lot of um, <clears throat> behind the scenes content. So if you look, if you follow us on any platform, maybe Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. Uh, we always show the behind the scenes. We, sh we, 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 we make sure our community is aware of what we're going through. Uh, we give them, uh, you know, tidbit, like little, little bite-sized um, pieces of information of what's going on internally with our business and always through video content uh, most mm -hmm. of the time, which is the number one leading piece of content you want to put out there. Uh, we make sure that we stay on top of, uh, on top of that, but the top of funnel, even if you find us on a sponsored ad or anything on the ad spend side, you'll always see oftentimes the founders, myself or my three, my, my three friends here, you'll always see us in, in, in front of the screen talking about the issue uh, of, of terrible underwear and how we came out with this product. 10 months out talking about our story, how we quit our finance jobs to do this. And we're all in on this project and to give them a try. And we also, you know, tell them that there's a fit and comfort guarantee, which kind of gains that credibility of that. We put in the hard work to make sure the product is great. We do have hundreds. Uh, I think we're almost at 500 Google reviews. We're only nine months out. So 500 Google reviews um, for man-made and also uh, we're close to 500 product reviews that uh, that are all you know done by different customers across Canada, 
and we answer every single comment, every single DM. At the beginning, when we would get a new follower on any platform, they would receive a video from one of the founders, which is either myself or the three guys. Hey, thank you so much for being a follower, following our journey. If you have any questions about our brand or our products, reach out. It'll be our pleasure to help you. And then lastly, uh, we have something called the Man-Made Concierge Tech Service. So Roberto, being head of technology, he and our software engineer that we have in-house built out a text message concierge service. So the way that works is when you order from us online for the first time, you receive a text message saying, welcome to the Man-Made family. Then you receive a second text message, which are tracking number once your order has been packaged. Mm-hmm. And if ever you have any customer service um, uh, inquiries, or if you'd like to restock any of your goods, you can do it by text. You can just say, I want five more boxer briefs. We will not send you a link. It is completely seamless. We will ask, okay, this is your size, same billing and shipping, answer yes. They say yes, and it's shipped to their door. So right. that's something so it's where it's super box. convenient. Yeah. It's wow. a, we can right now. Right now, we're controlling it. The four okay. founders have it on on our on our we're, you know, on our phones or on our screen. But we are working on getting it automated uh, with our software engineer, who uh, he actually specializes in AI and and just getting things automated so we can reach scale. But what mm-hmm. I'm gonna say is, that as a startup, it definitely helped us get our return rate, make it convenient for customers really being there for them. And we've also created a loyalty program where if you are part of this community, you do get special deals, special packages, bundles, uh, a free coffee once in a while, right? Mm-hmm. We'll, give, we'll give out uh, a QR code for free coffee at Tim Hortons for all our customers and just be able to be really close to our customer as much as possible to provide them the absolute best experience when dealing with man-made. Mm. That's incredible. The, the, the SMS, um, you know, feature where I could order, um, essentially, um, I could just reorder by, by text message that, that's, um, um, yeah, that's, that's challenging to, to pull together, meaning that their, 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 their payment details are actually saved to, to your system. And I, I believe you're running big commerce, um, at the minute. Super, super interesting. But, uh, uh, I, I just want to comment there. Yes, they are, but they're done by a tokenized uh, fashion. What we did is we were able, we were also, uh, I had some experience in, in payment payment processing. So what we did is we have mm-hmm. our uh, original uh, um, original uh, in the relationships in that world, which allowed us to uh, integrate with uh, NMI. NMI is a leading gateway when it comes to payments. And they are PCI compliant with all the big card brands and they tokenize, right? They store, they, they have the customer data and they tokenize it. So whenever we ask for, whenever we say, okay, the customer wants five pairs, we can do it all on the platform on a click, but it's not us who's storing the data. It's the gateway, the it's payment gateway, gateway okay. that has, okay. yes. And we have a backend and a backend uh, integration with Twilio for the actual text yeah. message platform. Yeah. So this is like a headless, you know, implementation where obviously um, you have your payment, um, you know, API there, 
um, with the NMI. And, and then um, you guys have essentially created this front-end um, app, you know, SMS app that can take and, you know, understands orders. Obviously, you're, you're currently manually doing, um, you know, processing that. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's just interesting how commerce can transcend platforms, you know, non-traditional platforms. Um, is, is, what's, what's the uptake, you know, thus far with, with, with the SMS orders, um, are, um, when people are aware of, um, their ability to, to, to order, to top up their orders, to, 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 you know, how many out of, you know, on a scale of one to 10, how many people would, um, would would take up that that offer and um, how many people actually utilizing the service? Which uh, we have done zero marketing on, but what we do do mm-hmm. is uh, once or twice a month at most, depending on the months, we have a campaign where you receive a JPEG of our faces saying, you know, we have a seven pack available for 154 only by text. Mm-hmm. Write back yes if you're interested. And we've actually seen that we're able to um, add about 15% on our top line month mm. over month just by that text message platform, which really allowed us to uh, you know, increase our return rate. And a lot of customers are, well, are like, wow, can I order any time with this? And then we're putting in the, gr- the, gr- the, the grind and saying, yes, of course. And not only are you putting in orders, you're putting them in with the co-founders. We let them know you're speaking with Anthony, you're speaking with Berto. When you, re- when you receive a, when you receive a, a, a um, when you receive your package, let me get that for you. I'm going to show you what the customer gets. When you receive your package, you receive an insert, right? Which right. You're, you know right. who we are. We're part of the marketing on the first touch point. We're part of the marketing when you look at our social platforms and our storytelling abilities. And, our, and then, and then you, you, you get another touch point with this. And then you're speaking to us by text and ordering your underwear seamlessly by text and it feels personable, I think that's the winning formula of what allowed us to scale so quickly. And a lot of brands shy away, a lot of brands shy away from doing the personal or the non-scalable, the non-scalable practices in order for them to early on build a loyal community that will in, in fact be your voice to 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 their to their friends to their yeah. surroundings it is it is insane how many people reached out that have local retail shops that have local soccer teams hockey teams football teams golf team and reaching out and just being like I heard it from my buddy I have a retail shop I keep seeing you guys your product's amazing I would love to make a minimum order in my retail shop out in Vancouver you know, and we know no one in Vancouver. And this is organically happening because of that. Because of that, we've written, handwritten, I would say over 7,000 cards at this point, right? Well, a bit, a bit less, maybe 6,000 cards at this point. And we're getting ready for like an integration of a kit, which is a box, a man-made starter kit. You know, it'll have two pairs of boxers, two socks, a t-shirt, two soap bars, and it's a great gift or a starter kit with us which will yeah. roll out probably when dragons then airs so you have that yeah. dragons then box that we presented to the, the, to bundle, the dragons yeah. over there yeah 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 and and th- there's also a subscription element to to that but, but we'll, we'll talk to we'll speak to that a bit later um yeah su- super super interesting tips um i've learned quite a lot and my, my takeaway from this is the fact that um your story you, you know when like 
theoretically, you know, market, in marketing, we say, oh, your story is so important. Your story is so important. Yes, it's so, so important. But what you guys are doing is we've got a great story and we're reinforcing the story with visuals and with more narrative as the, the more you get to engage with us. And you're going to actually have that opportunity to engage, to, 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 to really speak with us. So you're, you're part of that story at this point in time, which, you know, not many brands actually follow through. They, they leave the story at the top on their website and that's it. But you're taking that story with you into, you know, um, messaging and, and engagement. Um, so speaking of which your email flow, I see that you use Clavio, um, so what do your emails, are your emails all personable with photos of yourselves? You know, do you guys sign out in your emails? What, what do your email flows look, look like? I'm, I'm not really talking about the technical, but just the, the concepts, you know, um, how your email flows actually feel. You always, you'll always see, um, you'll always see us in, in our email flows. It's very personable. Um, there's a touch point at the end of the sale. A lot of brands forget to do once the person actually buys your product, you want to know and hear about them and how they like your product. So three or four weeks after you buy from us, I personally email you and I ask, um, you know, how you like our product, how you like our brand and, uh, the open and the reply rate is through the roof, which is phenomenal. We're so grateful for that. But a lot of the email flows that come out, confirmation emails, uh, abandoned cart email, um, restock email, campaign email, there's always us. And we try to make it fun and we try to make it cheeky and we try to make it entertaining mm-hmm. and uh, involving the customer and, and just just keeping it on brand, keeping it fun. However, keeping it super functional, clean and high quality when it comes to uh, and when it comes to narrative graphics storytelling uh it, it's it's just um we always want to keep it flowing consistently from top of the funnel to the bottom of the funnel interesting interesting okay um you know uh, anthony I, I go on and on and on and on just being respectful of your time um we're coming um to the hour now um i just want to wrap up by by just, um, you know, asking you, um, you know, what, what final tip, um, you have to, you know, um, to brands out there, um, looking to, 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 to essentially grow given, you know, the, the tough economic challenges right now. Um, how do you sort of blast through all of the noise at the moment? Um, you know, many, many retail indexes are not looking good. Um, consumer demand is certainly, you know, um, depressed um, across, you know, um, your side of the Atlantic and this side of the Atlantic. So, so what tips do you have to persevere through the next 12 to 18 months? Um, make sure to be... Um... Make, make sure to be organized, extremely organized, and to have a plan, not only a macro, but a micro. For us, at the beginning of every year, we come out with our master plan uh, for the year. You know, all the goals, you know, sales, operations, tech, company culture, you name it. We go through the, the, the pillars and then how we're going to get there. And then we divide all those um all those, how we're going to get there into personal roles between the four of us and our employees and our team. 
So for us, it's one of those things where you need to make sure that you stay hyper-focused, you have a game plan, you stick to your game plan. But if ever you need to be uh, agile, nimble, uh, and move quickly to make sure that you allow yourself that, 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 that opening because we could win as a smaller brand because we are so agile and so nimble, because we're able to make a, a decision today and we'll see, we'll see a result in a month where a bigger brand might need a year or two before getting there. So, mm-hmm. you know, stay organized, make sure to keep, you know, stay on your feet. Don't take uh, your foot off the gas. Uh, if you do, when, once you catch your stride and your momentum, it's not the time to be slowing down. You need to be leveling up. Uh, you need to be, um, you need to be leveling up and you need to be pushing forward and keeping positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that in times like we're going to right now, which there is, you know, hyperinflation, it is a bit of a depressed economy. Uh, only the strongest survive. So if you do persevere and get through the other side, I think there will be a very big um, pot of gold waiting for all the brands or all the businesses that persevere because uh, when the going gets tough, the tough, when the going gets tough, the tough survivor, I forget the quote, uh, but it basically just got to, you just got to, the tough gets going, the tough gets going, yeah. Yeah. The tough gets going. Yeah. When the going gets tough, the tough gets going. So that's it. So you just, you just need, just need to stay focused and you just need to make sure that you're, you're, you're chipping away and, uh, and, 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 and staying aware and, 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 and adapting or changing if climates are changing and also thinking outside the box. So last thing I'll say yeah. is that there's a lot of different channels, Facebook, Instagram, paid acquisition, paid acquisition. But holistically, you have to look at your brand and say, okay, these are great channels to help me scale, but that's not going to be the, the, the be-all you know, that's going to get you to building your business to where you want it. You need to do the little things that other people are not willing to do. Uh, and, and, and if you start doing that, then I think you will, uh, you will, uh, you will see success. So it's terrific advice, terrific advice, mate. Um, um, by the way, I like your hats. Um, you, could, could, can customers buy um, your, your, your hats and on, on your website? I, cu- I couldn't find any. Um, so no, so unfortunately the hats are, have just been used because we do have just a black boxer brief and it's very, um, it's very functional in the sense where it's a black on black boxer brief. It's not very loud. We don't focus on, uh, you know, uh, loud branding on our products. So we mm-hmm. made these caps so that when we make our videos and we do our social, you know, we do any content that this logo is uh, front and center yeah. and it's, 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 it's being recognized. Right. So yeah. We, we, we used to hand it out to influencers. We used to hand it out to people who made larger orders. We do some live shopping experiences on Instagram once, once a month where we raffle off, you know, depending on all the orders they receive, you know, mm-hmm. five, five orders on that night, we'll receive a cap uh, with the draw that we do. So we don't mm-hmm. sell them right now, but the demand is extremely high. So we're, there's a possibility in the near future that we'll roll out the, uh, the cap yeah. for the time being. Uh, we don't sell the caps, no. But yeah. I can uh, I can try to hook you up for sure. A nice one, limited edition, limited edition. Okay, good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So finally, you know, um, for people who want to find out more about you guys, your manmadebrand.com. dot 
www.manmadebrand.com. Um, and also search for Manmade Brand on Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter. You're even on LinkedIn. All four of you on LinkedIn. I've, I've sent connection requests to all of you and TikTok most especially. Um, yeah, it's it's been terrific having you, Anthony. Um, I, I didn't think we're going to go to to over an hour, you know, just speaking. But you have so much to say. Um, you guys have done so much in in the time you've been, you know, doing what you're doing. Um, just want to to congratulate you thus far. You know, more grace to your elbow. And you know, I wish you guys the the very best. It, it looks like you know you're you're you're, you're going to build a, an extensive portfolio of um, you know essential men you know products, and you know you're you're pretty much on brand, bang on brand. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that coming from you. Thank you. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Oh, so um, great, great to to, to have you on the Two X E Commerce Podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of 2X e-commerce. We encourage you to connect with our community of 2X e-commerce listeners on our Facebook group, e-commerce growth accelerator mastermind. Just search for 2X e-commerce on Facebook to find it. Answer three questions and you'll be approved. Grab the show notes of this episode on our website, 2xecommerce.com. Finally, if you haven't already, give the show a review on your podcasting app. Catch you on the next show and keep growing.